Dear friends, before we start, I wanted to let you know that we're one of the shows taking part in the podcast zone at Dragon Meet, the tabletop gaming convention in London on the 2nd of December 2017. Ali is away being an awesome gangster, but if you want to meet the rest of us, we'll be at the show all day and we'd love the chance to disappoint you by not looking remotely as cool as we sound. You can find out more by following us on any social media or searching for Dragon Meet, which is Dragon as in Dragon and Meet as in Great. So, now you're wise to that. On with the show. I seem to remember that last time I asked Ali what happened previously and everyone had to fill in for her because <laughs> she didn't have any idea. <laughs> so, Ali, what happened last time? Um, we were on a boat. Yes. And um, we rescued some people in a smaller boat. Yes. And they were looking pretty rough. Yep. And inside the bag of one of them was a very important diplomatic document. You are correct. Document was going to screw over seal hunters. Yeah. (laughs) Now we didn't care for that shit, but (laughs) the captain, he was pretty riled. He's like, none of that. (laughs) And we're like, hey, you don't mess with the hawks. And then we kicked off. You ended up at the end of the last episode having fought off the seal hunters who had been sent down to contain you. You had killed several of them. There were a couple of others captured. One had stopped attacking you because they'd either been persuaded by your rhetoric or the fact that you just wiped out all their friends and didn't really fancy fighting you. It would be the rhetoric. It was probably the rhetoric, let's face it. So. At the end of the last episode, you were making your way onto the deck. I think that what's happening here is like the ship is heeling over. There is a bell tolling for all hands on deck. You're in the hold. You have several captured seal hunters and you have the priest and the cook. So that is Ayana and Etoy are both down there with you. So we're taking this boat over, right? Yeah, what's what's the exact plan here, Percy? Yeah, well, we've killed a couple of people and I tried to curse the captain. So I'm pretty sure we're past negotiations at this stage, surely. We're definitely past the point of no return. We do have about 30 seconds to make this decision as how we're going to go forward, so... Well, the plan is that we go up onto deck uh, and shout at the captain that we're commandeering his vessel and that he needs to report somewhere so that we can... I don't know, hold him prisoner or something. I'll get my daggers ready. Yeah, I mean, frankly, as soon as we step up onto the uh, the deck whilst wearing the spangly coat of that dude that we killed, I imagine it's all going to go a bit old school anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why don't we just smear some of his blood on your face as you put it Ooh. on, Percy? That way, yeah. when you walk out, it's a real power move. Also, yeah. I can use press the digitation to just have a burst of colour as you kick the the uh, the gate open and walk out Amazing. straight up there and say, "People will think you're a unicorn." Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, I don't know. What are you? What are you going to press a digitation on me if they think I'm a I just like a cool like effect around you, like so that when you walk out, you look even more imposing than you you naturally do. And you, now that you've put some clothes on and you're not just walking around in your pants, you know you look quite intimidating. So True. that's what yeah. that's what that spell does. You walk out, brilliant. You say, "I am the law." Lay down your weapons and your fish and whatever else you're doing. I'm taking this boat, and then Tristan will back you up. Enigma will look threatening, and I'll be down here making sure that everything's fine. Sounds like a plan. Done. Okay, let's do it. And so the captain, he's out on his ship, and he's wrestling the wheel because the storm's picking up, and he's wrenching it starboard, and he's wrenching it portside. And just as it hits a lull, this sound starts to reverberate around the ship. And at first he thinks it's just the the winds catching in the rigging, but then a tune starts and a song, and he doesn't feel fear, but he gets a sense of what's about to come. And then the, the, the verse is going quite nicely. And then as the chorus kicks in, bam, the door kicks open and just explodes off its splinters to reveal Percy standing there, shield one hand, sword in the other, gleaming in this crazy Banbury rainbow light. Um, it, it's more intimidating than it sounds as he strides forward Enigma the robe robe? <laughs> Enigma in her robes throws them off to reveal that she's actually wearing her armour and she's ready to kick some ass and she leaps onto the deck and like I say a fighter's crouch twin stilettos gleaming in the sun Banbury follows energy just Wait, no he doesn't Banbury <laughs> follows bravely if anything, ah. he's trying to push past Percy and lead from the front. Heroes with me, he yells. His hands cackling and crackling at the same time in beautiful mystic rainbow energy. And everyone turns and sees his flaming hair just almost as if it's caught in the sun and not a smear of dirt on his face where he's cleaned himself into a healthy shine. And then as the song kind of starts to get a little bit heavy to suggest what's coming... Out of the shadows, another classical sunlight obstructing cloud goes across and out comes Tristan strumming, di- oh, strumming deep and hard. As I went to say, I realised, but still, it's kind of, he's dampened the strings and he's playing and he stands there and he looks like 10 feet tall, almost like this dark musical demon and all eyes are on the hawks and the captain says, Ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm I'm not going to... Uh, I, that's that not what the captain says. <laughs> well, okay. Make him roll. Make him roll. Yeah, make him roll. It's a damn good song. I'm just ben, rolling. In fairness, you let him take over the narrative there. That's yeah. your own fault. I'm rolling regardless. No, there is a roll. Charisma. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> because I think you're weaving performance into a spell here. Yeah, at the very least, we're getting <laughs> well. Uh, uh, classic, <laughs> classic Tristan roll. Well done. Let me just check. Mark experience. We're coming out. We're the Hawks. We're coming out. <laughs> we're coming out. And everyone's like, "What?" And all the rainbow, the rainbow affecting the colour. Everyone's everyone's really misreading yeah. the situation. And you're like, "We're coming out. You want the world to know." Da, 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 da. We're coming out. But everyone's like, everyone's really encouraging though. They're like, yeah, you go, girl. <laughs> you do it. You be you. And we're like, yeah. 
<laughs> and Tristan thinks he's being Tim Zane, but he's giving a little bum wiggle. Quill <laughs> <laughs> from the side yells, "Good for you guys! Good for you!" <laughs> I wish I had your courage. <laughs> And we're just like, what? Have we won the crew over already? This is amazing. Brilliant. Okay, so, yeah, you come out and, like, the crew are also doing crew stuff because they're turning, they're healing the ship around. It's quite a big job. They're having to shift and trim sails and all that stuff. Is it turned into a musical? And as you come out playing music, that instantly gets everyone's attention and they're all immediately focused on you. That's yeah. Awesome. And do they start dancing round mops? <laughs> so <Swap> the deck. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the two sailors. <laughs> you don't even see this because it's the two sailors behind you who are trimming one of the sails, and basically the bottom spar that weights the sail down. They just let loose two ropes, and this massive plank of wood comes straight in behind you and flattens you all on the deck oh, face yeah. down. <laughs> We've been Ewoks. Oh, all the planning on what's happening. Okay, guys, you, you dart left. I'm going to cut the rope right into the rigging. Barbara, you set the ship on fire. Wow, two sailors that don't even care just carry on with their work. Take down the horse. Those chumps saw Brutal. that coming. And now oh. you're on the deck and yeah, we are. standing in front of you <laughs> is Captain Arsene. <laughs> that bastard. And his, his arms are folded and he's got a cold gleam in his eye. He says, I'm not surprised that you had turned to violence at the first opportunity. A show of strength indeed. But this is my ship and these are my crew. They know me. They know the protection I can offer them and the price of disappointing me. Many of these people have been seal hunters all their lives, the daughters and sons of seal hunters. We have lived on the sea and the ice and survived by the strength of our hands and our will. When you seek to cast us aside, to consign us to history, what can you expect but the weird resist? What do you want from us? Could you help us up from underneath this, <laughs> this big log? I, I mean, I'm sure it was just an accident, but it has, it's knocked us over. <laughs> so like it's not resting on you it just like swung straight through and just smacked you down and then just swung back i don't know i rolled a four i like the idea that we're all trapped and we have to like, so end or die yeah, you can understand captain arson with all due respect that we're not in a good position to barter or fight you right now so if you could help us up and then we'll have a face-to-face conversation. I, I think I saw a rope over there. Feet. If you could just give it a pull. So, yeah, basically, as you're doing that, you can hear footsteps around you. Let's just make explicit where we are. You are in front of the hatch. The captain is kind of by the door to his quarters. And there are several of his crew around you on the deck and you can hear footsteps getting closer so what order are you on the deck who's in the middle i'm probably front and center yeah that's what i was yeah. thinking enigma darted left i thought i'd be on it yeah okay cool so let's do this oh <coughs> god damn it oh you've put, what is you put me on first okay that's all right 
on the other side though. I can't Let's see wait, us. You're... Am I looking at the wrong bit? Give it a moment. There's, 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 there's you. There's an enigma oh, on the right hand the side, left hand side of the map. And the one that looks like a bush, right? No, Enigma, you are the ginger one with a rapier. I am the one that is dressed in green. I think that's very unlikely. This is ridiculous. We've established this. I'm the one with the classic. Okay, you guys think that's ridiculous, that you've got the wrong character up there. I wasn't even meant to be on deck, but you, you dickhead, have just dragged me up there with your stupid narrative. Banbury shouldn't be there. And yet he's he's now there. And yet somehow, through no choice of my own, Poor little Banbury, poor sweet innocent Banbury is up on deck in danger. He got, Cheers, Stu. He got swept up in the excitement of he the did, moment. He bloody didn't. <laughs> we coming out. He, was, he loves it. He likes a bit of disco. It reminds me of one of Dandy's songs. And so, yeah, we have a couple of people kind of coming up around you. And like everyone else's attention is on you right now. I mean, that was a pretty good performance. It, it was yeah, I mean, a very, very noticeable performance. Yeah. P- Percy, you're up. <laughs> and they're kind of all coming in directly towards you pretty much. I mean, none of them have weapons, right? They've just got like fruit baskets mm. or like a warm hug kind of waiting for us. There's a lot of people with like mops. That's what I know about boats. They have mops. Yeah, they, they do have mops. But in this case, they also have like belaying pins and... One of them has like a small anchor on a chain that they're just kind of swinging. Um, (laughs) That's a shit anchor if a guy can swing it. Well, it's not like how heavy is that anchor? He just normally wears it as like a necklace, like that uh, Flavor Flav does with a clock. Yeah, yeah, that's like the anchor. He's like the anchor man, I guess. A couple of them have the hunter's harpoons and they're coming in. You can just hear feet coming up behind you because you're basically face down right now. So what are you going to do? Captain Arson, we've had this discussion. Uh, I suspect you're not going to be swayed, but I will give you one last chance. We intend to commandeer this vessel. There is no way that we are going to allow you to interrupt the important diplomatic work of the church. Stand your men down now, and we'll keep you in the hole till we reach land. I think he's going to go for it. I don't think he's going to go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you got an I am the law move? I, I'm pretty convinced it's not going to work because... But it might work on the ship people. The I can only do one people. person, so say, oh, it, really? who's your favourite yeah. one? To... <laughs> uh, probably Torquil. If you can say I am the law to Torquil, he'll come on side, then he'll get everyone else kind of like on side. I think he's going to do it anyway. You don't have to try with Torquil. He's like, he's just one of us. I think, actually, Ben's going to strive Torquil. He's going to have a dagger between his like teeth. He's going to be like running up to Tristan. First opportunity. <laughs> yeah, he's, I was going to say, Tor- Torquil's going to be the one most likely to want to kill Tristan. We're going to square off. Me and Torquil are going to forget everyone. We're going to have a proper old school fisticuffs. I'm going to be like, let's sell this man to man. I'm going to put my bow down. <laughs> okay, so so Tristan is offering to fist fight Torquil. Yeah. Percy's giving the speech. While he gives his speech, what are you doing, Enigma? Um, is it time to kick off yet? I think oh, I'm going to wait till we have a response. I'm going to look around me to see where everyone is, just so I've got uh, an idea, and I'm going to give him a bit of a glare. Okay, why don't you give me a dis? I don't want to kick off yet. I'm going to take a bit of a. Why don't you give me a discern yeah. realities? That's an idea. Is that wisdom? That is int, I believe. That's better. Ooh, I've got XP. Yes, you have. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, no, it's wisdom. You're right. Sorry. Wiz. My God. I'm not saying it's my dumpster, but it's my dumpster. (laughs) (laughs) Alison has rolled a three. Okay. uh, Mark Mark experience. Mark experience. We're coming out. And it's so much better on intelligence. The main characters all died, so suddenly they moved back to us. We didn't really have any plot to do, but we tried to fill the time anyways. I don't think it'll be a problem. <laughs> I think it'll be hilarious. <laughs> so, Enigma. Yeah. You're, like, at least 40% sure you're on a boat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, that's like me doing it, not Enigma. Yeah. Enigma's way more observant than I am. I think what Enigma observes is that there's a shitload of people, more than she can necessarily keep track of right now, coming in around you. Well. So it's like it's getting quite crowded in your surroundings. <laughs> Banbury, what, how are you spending this moment? Uh very, very regretful for spending all of my levels of magic trying to cast a level 5 spell, leaving me with no invisibility. You did not cast a level 5 spell, though. The move wasn't triggered, so you haven't wasted anything. Surely, though, Banbury cast it. It just didn't work. Yeah, I think we could argue that either way. So, yeah, we can. if that's the way you want to play it, I'm completely well, with that. I think that. Banbury's pretty much magically spent by his generic black magic missiles. So Ben sounds wise though. I do have my broom. How much kind of running room do I have <laughs> for takeoff? Well, I reckon if you are quick and dexterous enough, you might have some. Roll it. Right, Banbury's going to try for the first time, as he has his broom with him, uh, to run and jump off the side, but obviously with a broom between his legs. Oh no! Okay, fingers crossed. This is going to be fine. Okay, Banbury, give, give me a give me a dex roll. Defy danger. Oh, sweet. Okay, and he loops the loop. Banbury dives between three people on the deck, just like weasels underneath them, probably partly because they don't want to touch him. Totally. And just th- just throws himself over the side. As I do it, I'm going to yell, my cover is blown! (laughs) (laughs) And then a moment later, he just like pops up on a broomstick flying around the ship. (laughs) Bambury, on that roll, do you go around the front or the back of the ship? Uh, I'm probably going to be high up in the air, so I'm near these guys, so I can take pot shots if necessary. But out of distance, some like if someone's got a bow or something, they'll hit me. If they've got yeah. a spear, they might better throw it at me. But out of distance, so people can't just hit me at kind of arm range. So Bambury will be in the air, sw- sweating profusely. The other thing that would probably hit you would be uh, towards the front of the ship. There's some kind of whaler's ballista or something. Yeah, I'll go to the back then. <laughs> but that's currently pointed right at Percy. Mm, in that case, I'll go towards that. And then on my next turn, I'll be doing something about that. <laughs> this is basically a moment. Mm-hmm. I'll point at Bambi. Don't don't take him running away as a sign of weakness, <laughs> by the way. Um, that, that was always in the plan. Anyway, what do you say? The captain says, I will not give this ship to you. I will not cede you my craft, my history, my way of life. This is my kingdom that you have chosen to usurp. Seize them. Very well, then we shall give your ship to the crew. Those of you 
who wish to perhaps earn a little bit more than uh, this chap has been paying you. Those of you that wish a proper stake in your future, a future that is not going to involve attempting to dodge military vessels uh, in an active war zone, then perhaps if you would care to stand down, we will spare you and we will elevate your position once this has been resolved. As you say that, the sailors kind of close in and they're sort of half-assedly seize you by the shoulder. One of them lays a hand on your shoulder, one kind of grabs your shoulder as well, Enigma. They've they're carrying like a big belaying pin, but they're not using it yet. It sounds like they're possibly listening. Tristan, Torquil, it's like, stand back. I think this one wants to try going toe-to-toe with me. Yes. And I'm going to take off my shirt. I really think it gets stuck halfway and you're like doing a really kind of uncomfortable <laughs> wiggle trying to get your arms free. You're like, wait, wait, wait. Wait, I've still got this, and everyone in the ship's just staring. Yeah, but you're, then uh, desperately flailing around. I wriggle my arm, and then suddenly it's free, and crumb! I just crack Torquil on the chin. Okay, well, give me a hack and slash, I guess, for this engagement, which is starting. And the other sailors have stepped back. They're willing to listen enough to Torquil, or they like a fight. So, Dex, my body is a weapon. Remember? No. Oh remember, yeah, your body is a my weapon. My body is Dex. a weapon. Slam! I just knock him cold. <laughs> they call me one punch. The T stands for one punch. Okay, roll the your puncher. damage. T stands for the puncher. The return of the puncher. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not. I'm not the puncher. That is, is that's not a thing. I've got pictures. Oh. <laughs> Correct. No, you're, you're not the, the puncher. The T stands for glass fist, Tristan. <laughs> you, you punch Torkoal so hard, but you've left your thumb in and you've just broken your thumb. <laughs> so He's just giving him some punch. Tristan just, like, gets punch. past Torkoal's guard. Like, what kind of a fighter? What Punches kind of... him really hard, but it's in his keys in his pocket. <laughs> What kind of fighter is Tristan? Well, bad one. <laughs> is this like a kind of like deft, smooth kung fu moves? Is he more of a brawler? What's it like? Now, he, he was tempted to crack out the capoeira, as we oh, know of it's course, a yeah. of his. But, you know, I'm going to do a little bit of fancy footwork and then an old-fashioned English gent boxing match. <laughs> so we kind of go fist. And they were kind of with sparring off and then uh, boom, this massive fist cracks Torquil. Right. And it like knocks him back and he kind of like steps back a couple and his head's pushed to one side and he kind of looks back and he goes, not bad, not bad for a singer. <laughs> I laugh at him. And give him a smile. And then I'm going to spit blood as if he's already hit me. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> just bit your cheek so you can bleed and spit it. Yeah. It's like, did did you just swig that from a ketchup bottle? <laughs> right. So I'm I'm ducking and diving. I'm I'm wheeling. I'm landing blows. So there's kind of like a bit of a punch up there, and the captain says to his crew, "I have shown you time and again the value of success and the price of failure. These people will bring you nothing but failure, nothing but disaster. Remember where you come from. Remember who you are. Percy, give me a charisma roll. I like the fact the strongest member of the group is using his charisma and the most charismatic member of the group is using his strengths. <laughs> Play to your strengths, boys! I had to use my wisdom, come on. Intermediate. So what, the crew, some of the crew are definitely persuaded 
not persuaded. They're but they're also not hostile mm-hmm. to what you're what you're doing. They're like kind of maybe wavering a little. Some of the others are definitely not impressed. Are definitely listening more to the captain. The captain calls up to the sailing master and says, Chinote, take their weapons. If we're going to discuss this, we will discuss this honourably. I'm going to walk right up to the captain's face. Yep. And then I'm going to subtly cast hold person. I was going to say, as you do that, the captain punches you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Quinn, just as a reminder, Bambi tried to cast stuff on him last week and we realised that the... the the cloak he's wearing and you're now also wearing makes them probably immune to magic. I wasn't sure. Yeah, I don't know if it's immune to magic or just charms and shit like that. I suppose, yeah. But, you know, I'll take a punch to, to find out. Give me... Roll 2d10. Uh-oh. Uh, what? Good roll. There we go. Oh, my God. That's good, right? I don't think that's a good, good thing. Good work. <laughs> I, I, don't, I think you might regret that. So take 12 damage. Fuck! Is that through armour? That is not through armour, but you are just... He punches you and you're basically flung back to the mast. Man, I'm going to glance Ouch. back and sound my breath. I hope Torquil doesn't punch that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Enigma, it looks like violence has started. What are you doing? Okay, my first move is to go, get off me, you don't treat a lady like that, this is unconsensual, and then stab them both with, like, daggers. <laughs> wow, I'm a lady. okay, give me... <laughs> Give me a hack and slash. Dexterity. Dexterity. All right, that's a mixed success. So give me your damage. (laughs) Give me your damage again. (laughs) (laughs) Double one. Nice. Do I count XP on those? (laughs) You don't don't get to count XP on those. Uh, But it's all right because you also get to roll their damage. So uh, (laughs) roll roll it. Roll a d6 and roll a d8. Yes. Okay, so... I'm good at rolling ones. Yeah, you are a pro. Like, that's the only number you appear to be able to roll on a d8. (laughs) Maybe I've broken my d8. Banbury, Percy has just been punched. What are you going to do? So the guy that had the whaling harpoon or whatever it was aimed at Percy, is he still looking at Percy or has he noticed me? No, he's now swinging it round to uh, point towards you. Okay, so I'm going to shoot down black magic at him and I'm going to cast it forcefully, hopefully knocking him overboard. Okay, give me a roll for that. All right, hang on, I just need to check what that does on a mixed success because it's a bit different, isn't it? Uh, Black magic, blah, 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 blah. On a 7 to 9, you draw unwanted attention or put someone in a spot. The GM removes a non-ranged tag. Or you deal one, uh, you deal minus one damage, or the spell drains your energy and you take minus one to int for the next few minutes. Is that your choice or mine? Uh, it says also choose one. So I okay, guess mine. Yes, yeah, sounds like it. What do you choose? Uh, I choose to put Tristan in a spot. Perfect. Does it literally say you put someone in a spot? Yeah, it says uh, you draw them onto the tension or put someone in a spot. In fact, no, I choose the captain. I put the, the captain in a spot. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you don't get to choose someone on the other side, to okay, be honest. Okay, fine. But... I'll take minus one to uh No, to no, it's cool. For... I'm, I'm, no, 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 I'm, I'm happy not, with your first answer. I'm not murdering Tristan. Wait, what does it do? 
You're not murdering Tristan. Uh, so yeah. Tristan, basically, you see Banbury fly past, like literally in your field of vision behind Torquil. You see Banbury loots go winging past and he shoots out this like spray of black magic that goes over and you hadn't really seen the ballista till then and you suddenly realise there's like a massive great whaling ballista that could have probably instantly killed anyone that was shot with it that was behind you the whole time. And you're like, holy shit. And Torquil punches you really hard in the face. <laughs> so uh, roll me a D6. No dexterous dodging. No, because yeah, uh, right. Banbury put you in the spot. Fair enough. I'm going to be like, yeah, go Banbury, crack. I'm going to shit. <laughs> Torkoll's like, that's how a sailor works, boy. This is how a foot works. And I'm going to crack him the legs. <laughs> okay. That's a hack and slash. Oh, dear okay. God. Cool. <laughs> Power leveling so- <laughs> tonight. I'm going up the levels. I'm going to be level eight soon. Well, no, level seven. Level seven? Oh, unbelievable. Jeez. It's my thing, Gwyn. This is my, my <laughs> biggest strength is my one weakness. Okay. He punches you again oh, really Jesus. hard. Basically, you go to kick and he just steps aside and he comes around with this straight punch. And Tristan, it catches you right on the nose. Oh, my beautiful nose. Yeah, exactly. I'll never play piano again. (laughs) I was thinking that. So roll. uh, No, don't worry about the damage for now. Uh Oh. Take the debility scarred. Your nose has been broken. no. That's the worst you could give Tristan. Think of all the merchandise you're going to have to re-release. <laughs> or it'll be a cute broken nose. The girls will be like, oh, look, he's so rugged. Ben was like, what's your biggest strength? And I'm like, I think it's that I'm dashingly handsome. He's like, noted. <laughs> you, wanted, you wanted to discover the new sound on this adventure. Maybe yeah. the new sound's quite a nasal singing voice. Scar. Handsomely broken nose. Done. But specifically, that's also charisma minus one. Forever. Until you find a way to restore it. And it's not like like healing damage in a simple way. It'll take a little more than that. We'll have to put it in a plaster cast. There's a first aid kit on the boat. There's always a first aid kit. Yeah, on the wall when someone had a a dagger wrenched across their stomach and their guts were spilling out, I was like, I'll heal you. Now that I come to it, I'm like, my nose it's so complicated i can't fix this <laughs> well you can fix no, it fine you can stop it hurting but can you make it look as dashingly handsome as it looked before no it, that's a different question uh percy hmm. uh, ben just before we move on from what was my go with no resolution oh yeah <laughs> uh, did i actually like i successfully cast it has that guy gone flying overboard while screaming Roll me the damage. The black magic bursts around him and it kind of sears him. The ballista fires and the harpoon from it flies across the deck and into the sea with the rope hanging off it. And he's kind of knocked back onto the deck. He's not launched overboard, but he's not near the ballista and it's going to take a while for it to reload. And he clearly has been injured. Yeah, I'll do. I'll just flip him off before I fly past. <laughs> Percy. I'm going to slowly stand um, back up and dust myself down um, and have a quick look around the deck uh, to see if there's anything that 
kind of, the thing that hit us before the uh, the big bottom of the sail. I kind of want to yeah. see if I can grab hold of that and swing it back at them. Yeah, so that's behind you. You could you could maybe swing that. Yeah. It's not far behind and one of the ropes is trailing because the person that was manning it is now trying to catch Enigma. But there is someone definitely between you and it, so you might have to force your way past them if you want to try and swing it and use it as a weapon. Um, I will... I'll work, walk purposefully towards it, um, and using "I am the law," I'll say, "Oi, piss off!" Okay, I think you need a you need a stronger thing. That doesn't sound like you're triggering "I am the law." So. Okay, <laughs> Oi, piss off! Out of my way, mortal! <laughs> okay, then I'll walk purposefully towards them, um, and say. Excuse me, could you uh, possibly get out of my way? <laughs> Excuse me, would you mind just a bit? <laughs> you have the right permit for that. <laughs> um, move out of the way right now. As I said, I'm commandeering this vessel. You're in the way. Get out. Okay, that sounds like I'm the Lord. So, the person that was in your way, they just actually kind of back off completely. They run off and you have, and you're able to grab this beam. You're going to just try and swing it and shake as many people out the way as possible. Yeah, I don't really know sort of how it, I know that it hit me, so it must be movable in some way. Yeah, it kind of can swing back and forth. But Percy doesn't really get how boats work, so he'll just like put a bit, a bit of effort into it and use his body weight to to force it forwards and then just kind of watch what happens and hopefully okay. it'll go towards the captain and people that stood next to him and not just spin around in a circle and mash him. Uh, give me a strength roll. I'd be amazed if you failed this. Oh. Okay, okay. <laughs> Mark experience. Oh, my <laughs> I'll be honest, this well, could have gone better. I, I, this, this wasn't how I thought this would go. <laughs> Cool. So you just give this mighty heft and it swings right up and swings right back and just catches you and continues swinging. (laughs) I'll just lie on the deck watching as this pendulum just goes (laughs) back and forth above me. Oh, dear. (laughs) And you, you see, like, the other sailor who was immediately in its path, you see them, like, duck and then duck again, like they're always having to duck under this thing. <laughs> and they're kind of used to it swinging across. Tristan, your nose is really hurting. And then for some reason, Torquil ducks. What do you do? Um, I'm, uh, I'm going to leap. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I'm going to land on this thing, and I'm oh, going to use this momentum. You're always cocky. Oh, okay. we'll see. So basically... Give me, give me that... Dex roll. I want to see this happen. Come on, dice. Don't let me down. Yes, right. Yeah, so, so what I'm going to say is this is this is what happens because this is a pretty big thing in Tristan's life. So he, this punch has just come raining in, cracked him on the nose, and there's enough time for him kind of stagger back, shake his head, and he, he you can taste the blood in his mouth, this coppery metallic taste. <sighs> Whips out a little pocket mirror, realizes my nose has been broken and it's slightly crooked now. Like, we're like, oh, he just goes into a rage. So as I see Torkoal duck, I'm going to assume it's coming towards me. So I'm going to leap up onto the thing. As you can probably sw- see it coming towards you in oh, the pocket mirror. In my mirror, mirror yes. <laughs> you like so, tilt it slightly like, and you don't even look, you just jump. Yeah. I just <laughs> land on it. <laughs> landing on it. And as the momentum takes me forward, I'm going to... 
barrel into Torquil, slam him against the side, and do I get to make an actual move now? No, you just get to roll your damage. Oh, I, well, I wanted to... Unless, unless you have a specific thing you want to do. Describe what you want to do. I a specific thing. I wanted to basically barrel into him while he's off his feet. I'm like, and just pick him up above my head with my <laughs> rage of wow. sheer light. And just throw him overboard. <laughs> well, well, I'm afraid that would be strength. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> not like... Oh, I fall into him, and I just hunch down under him, and I go... And I do, like, a mime trying to lift a, an invisible box, and I'm like... And it just doesn't go anywhere. No, that's that's not it. Oh. So Tristan flies into a massive rage. Now, I've, I feel there's something I can take from life here. <laughs> So, Enigma, maybe you happen to glance across and you see Tristan do this incredibly fly jump onto the uh, swinging, I want to call it a spar. It's probably a spar. And he jumps onto it. And then you see him, like, lean down with incredible dexterity and there's blood running from his nose and kind of around his face and staining his shirt. And he, uh, you yes. have never seen Tristan look so angry. You see him grab oh. Torquil, who has been nothing but charming to the rest of you, to be honest. And in fact, mostly charming to Tristan. And Tristan... We like Torquil. Tristan, like, picks him up over his head as the spar swings. And with amazing balance, as it comes forward, he just throws Torquil over the side and doesn't let no! go of him for some reason, say. and they both vanish <laughs> over the side of the boat. That's fine. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing, Enigma? Aren't I currently surrounded by people with, like, belaying You're basically for, surrounded by with people who are, like, taking swipes at you, so... Okay, well, I was going to do... Like, you've just seen this little moment of drama, but you're mostly, like, <clears throat> holding off. So is it only me and Enigma that are left actually on the boat there? <laughs> yeah, basically... We'll we'll find out in a moment okay. what's happening with Tristan. Watch out for Narnia Shark. Um, okay. Tristan doesn't have access to Shark Narnia. Yeah, no. I've just got only half of my body goes to Shark Narnia, but it's a very different Shark Narnia. <laughs> and it's a hell of a lot more painful. I'm like, yeah, I've made it Shark Narnia. Shark Narnia is really dark. <laughs> Enigma. Yep. You're holding up a couple of tough sailors and also the sailing master is coming down and she looks pretty tough too. But you, these are probably a more urgent concern. Okay, well, my plan before he started jumping on stuff was to jump up using like the heads of the guys next to me as like a springboard. So I'm just kind of like back flipping it, right? Yep. Onto the spa thing, which I assumed was where I was too. And then I can start stabbing them from above. Okay, cool. So And I'm stealing one of the hats, so I've got a cool hat. Good idea. Good idea. Okay, so give me a dex roll for that. It's not hundred percent what I did. Amazing. Oh perhaps it's a bit of a shit hat. Amazing. I'm I accidentally this picked is... someone with a bit of a shit hat. At least I'm not the only one rolling like this tonight. <laughs> I'm, I'm like I'm looking at these numbers. They're very low numbers. You you are all power leveling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can level. Power leveling. If you survive, Enigma. Only if you survive, you've got to live. Ah, what? I'm going to die in a slightly shit hat. <laughs> Hang on, let's get an inappropriate hat for this scene. Okay. Um, 
I accidentally pick up a sun hat. You jump onto the spa easily enough. But the beer is really expensive. <laughs> you you jump up onto the spa and it's swinging and it just like, as Tristan jumps off the other end, it kind of wobbles. And as it wobbles, you lose your balance and you end up, you don't fall off it, but you're sw- hanging off it by both hands as it swings around. And I use my feet to kick as I do like a little trapeze move. Well, almost. It's a bit like that, only you get hit by a sturdy club as you go past. Roll a <laughs> d8. It's okay, it'll probably be a one. Three. Okay, take three damage. Through armour? It doesn't go through armour, no. It is stopped by your armour. Good old armour. That armour was a good idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Bambury. Tristan's just thrown himself off the boat. Enigma appears to be getting thumped quite uncomfortably. And Percy doesn't know how to swing a spa. He knows how to swing it. He doesn't think through the likely effects. Which is us being shit around a swinging spa. Currently, you're the effective one. What do you do? Um, I'm going to swoop down and do a flyby and yell, Take his cloak off! Mm. Uh, And at that point, I will shoot a magic missile... A uh, debilitating one, uh, black magic, uh, into the person attacking Enigma. Okay, cool. That's basically everyone. Give me a roll for that. Mark what? experience. <laughs> what is wrong with wow. us? Mac has never not rolled intelligence. Fear we've oversold our abilities of fighting force. <laughs> <laughs> we might have overstretched. Where are those other guys that we got out of the boat? Surely they should be helping us by now, bastards. Yeah, the priest and the cook. When you were planning this out, you didn't mention them coming up. I think they're guarding the seal hunters. Actually, I think we did uh, have a discussion about um, the I seal hunters it. coming up in a show of support. I don't think they really supported you as much as didn't want to get in a fight with you. <laughs> that, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. It's similar. I'm pretty sure that by this point, they would have jumped on, jumped in on us as well anyway. So yeah. uh, it's probably good that they stay blow tech. I think their plan was basically see who looks like they're winning before we come to any suggestions. Not us. We're trying to help them. And yet they're not even on our side. So Bambury, you let fly with your black magic. And as you start to let fly, an arrow comes up from the back of the ship and you see Silas Wilk. I think he was the bosun. He has just shot you with his bow. Bastard. Yeah. Roll a d10. What? Oh. That's a pretty brutal bow. Do you remember, Gwen, when I said, let's just not kill him? I mean, Percy, when I said not kill him. <laughs> Guys, I've got another plan. Why don't we get into lifeboats? Nice boats? classic 10 into this podcast. <laughs> oh, my word. Brilliant. Ooh. Okay, well, we should take just a second to think about the member of the team who is currently falling... <laughs> over the side of the ship into a lifeboat that we're all going to get into and run away <laughs> I think this is a good plan you guys well he's actually between two of the hunting boats oh. past the gunnels and down Tristan is falling Torquil still held in his furious grasp towards the impassive face of the cold and relentless ocean <laughs>
That is a very good summary. All right, Ali, Ali's excuse from summary duty next time. Yes. Tell- <laughs> I did it entirely wearing a very badly balanced top yeah, but hat. not a single pun. I can't do puns and remember things simultaneously. You get one more than this. I was expecting it to be pun galore. <laughs> You're from pun galore. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. And that's the point. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> terrible. That is getting editing out. There is no no room for toilet humour in Crudy Drawn Swords. <laughs> and that's the Except point. Except for that episode where we talked about bums for the entire that time. That was the bum joke special. You can't you can't bring that up as a bad thing. Dick's joke special. And also that one time we were recording in the room and Stu just guffed without realising it would pick up on the uh, microphone. <laughs> that is absolute slander. That is, that is a complete lie. I, I could edit it in here. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a lot of work though, so I wonder whether you will. He's kept the clip ready for when you complained. Yeah. That's his WMD. Um, I'm trying to... One of my mandolins was resonating. <laughs> I mean, talk about Jeez. first world problems. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I've made it shark Narnia. And got eaten by the, by the lion that's there. I'm like, God yeah, damn really, it. I survived the shark really and now dark. there's a lion inside the shark. This is a yeah, turkey. Like, you're like, damn it, shark Aslan. You're not even like a Jesus analog lion. You're just an actual lion. This yeah. is the worst day of my life. Oh, you go through the Aslan, and Aslan turns out to be like Aslan Narnia. So inside of that, <laughs> you mean like I don't know, point. a stoat. But it's like a magical stoat, and you're like magical stoat. Tell me where I must go. And the stoat's like, ha ha ha, Ashley, I am shark, lion, Narnia stoat, and it just eats you. And you're in Stoke, oh, Narnia. You've gone too far now. Stoke You've gone too far. <laughs> you're too far. I'm inside a stoat, inside a lion, inside a shark. <laughs>